And that made me think that if I can develop and sustain the interest of girls in STEM early on and and do it in a holistic way, it might change their attitude towards STEM as they grow older. And that's why I started the Lavender Spaceship Project so that the girls in STEM classes feel like they belong there. Welcome to Kids Lab, a podcast for parents, educators, and everybody interested in STEAM education. Today we're talking to Pranati Bachi, the founder of the Lavender Spaceship Project in Singapore. So Pranati, the founder of the Lavender Spaceship Project, is a mathematics teacher with many years of global teaching experience across the United States, Singapore and India. She has a Master of Education from Rutgers University in USA and a Master's Degree in Mathematics from India. She is also a STEM certified teacher from the National Institute of STEM Education, USA and holds a certificate in the International Baccalaureate MYP Design. So as Pranati writes on their website, lavenderspaceship.com, she finds STEM fascinating and has a deep appreciation for its potential to create an impact in the world. She firmly believes that we need to equip our children with the innovative capacity that will help them make technological advances in the future. So enter Lavender Spaceship. This is a social enterprise aimed at improving gender equality in STEM. The goal is to give every young girl a chance to learn and practice STEM in a risk-free and friendly environment. Her goal is to help them find their love for STEM and give them the confidence to pursue it further. The Lavender Spaceship Project is based in Singapore and together with a team of women educators, Pranati offers numerous after-school classes for girls from five years on. There are many classes offered including digital making, robotics, coding or even video game design. So head over to kidslab.dev for this episode's show notes, including all the links mentioned and some impressions from their workshops and this intro text. Again, that's kidslab.dev. All right. Hi, Pranati. It's great to have you on the show. How are you these days? I'm great. Thank you so much. How are you? Yeah, I'm also pretty good. We're waiting for some lesser restrictions, I would say, here in Germany. But um, let's see how it goes. Yeah, I completely agree. Crazy times and uh, the virus has really impacted our lives in a big way. So hoping that things will get better soon. Yeah, fingers crossed. So Pranati, let's talk about your Lavender Spaceship project. Um, this looks really like a super cool place to be as a girl these days. So can you tell us a bit what inspired you to create this place? Yeah, thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I've been a teacher all my life, mostly teaching math and coding. But along the way, I realized that girls don't show as much confidence as the boys in STEM subjects, even when they score very high marks. So I did some research and I was appalled to find that the interest in STEM keeps going down as the girls grow older. And this creates what I call the pipeline issue, which is Not enough young girls interested in STEM, leading to fewer women in STEM fields. And this is something that we see today in most places, and it continues to be a challenge. Um, and along the, this experience at work, I also had a personal experience which really inspired me. My daughter, when she was around 12 years old, went for a coding class. 
and I was expecting her to be all excited after her first day. But when she came back, she said that she did not want to go back there. Uh, and when I asked her why, she said that there were only two girls and 20 boys in the class. And the boys were having so much fun and they knew what they were doing. And she did not feel like she belonged there. And that made me think that if I can develop and sustain the interest of girls in STEM early on and, and do it in a holistic way, it might change their attitude towards STEM as they grow older. And that's why I started the Lavender Spaceship Project, so that the girls in STEM classes feel like they belong there. This is a very cool story. Thank you so much for sharing. So in general, the percentage of women in STEM fields, as you said already, is, is still quite low. Um, and I imagine even finding STEM trainers must be a real challenge. So how did you succeed in finding these trainers for these classes? Yes, like you said, uh, gender gap in STEM exists in most countries. Also, uh, finding women who are not just knowledgeable about STEM, but also good at teaching is an extremely hard skill set to find. So to answer your question, yes, it is a challenge to find uh, women instructors here as well. And, and how do I find them? Well, the first thing I look for in my trainers is a passion for promoting girls in STEM. If that is present, then I conduct training sessions for them. And they also shadow me when I conduct my classes. So right now it is a time-consuming process, but I do plan to streamline it by consolidating all the training material and putting it online so that training can be done more efficiently. So I've got two girls on my own, and uh, I wanted to quickly talk about some of the misconceptions when it comes to girls in STEM education. Like, for example, some people probably think that everything has to be pink and flowery or something like that, right? So what are some of these misconceptions? That's a very good question, actually. And, and there are many. <laughs> so um, let, me, let me try to address some of them. Uh, so the first one that comes to my mind is, Girls don't like technology, coding, robotics as much as the boys do. Um, that's the first one. Um, another one, uh, a very common one is um, girls are not naturally as good as boys in math, right? And the third one that I get a lot is if girls don't like STEM, what's the big deal? So um, I would like to address these misconceptions one by one, if I may. Going back to the first point, Now, like you said, you know, pink aisles. Since childhood, girls and boys, boys are given uh, different toys to play with. Girls are typically given plush toys, kitchen sets, dolls, while the boys are given Lego sets, cars, and trucks to play with, which actually builds problem solving and other STEM skills. So the girls don't really develop the affinity towards these skills. And many times, girls don't see themselves in these fields because They have not seen many women in these fields. So this lack of role models play a bigger part than we think. I mean, why do uh, our girls and boys want to become like their favorite movie stars or pop singers or athletes? Because they see them and they admire them. So we need to do the same with female role models in STEM. Yeah, it's not just that girls don't like technology. It's, that, it's just that they're not exposed to it in the right way. And um, going back to the second misconception, uh, there is no research to suggest that girls are not as good as boys in math. It is a huge misconception. In my experience as a math teacher, girls do equally well or even better in math as boys. 
Yeah, the third point that I talked about, um, if girls don't like STEM, what's a big deal? The thing is, STEM professions are the future of work. They are in demand, they pay more, and they are cognitively challenging. And technology will influence our lives in every way in the future. Don't we want our daughters to be a part of this future and have a thriving career when they are older? So we should try to try our best to promote girls in STEM so that they can play an equal part. Thanks so much. I couldn't agree more with all that you said, really. So let's talk a bit about the classes that you offer at Lavender Spaceship Project. Um, and I think you have got three age groups, the Rovers, which are the youngest, and then the Apollo group and the Falcons. So let's talk about uh, the, the Rovers first, maybe five to seven years. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we cater to girls of all three age groups, like you said, five to seven year old, which we call Rover, eight to 11 year old, which we call Apollo, and 11 to 14 years uh, old age group, which we call Falcon. And as you know, that these are all named after uh, famous space missions. We have many modules covering coding, robotics, engineering challenges, and digital making for each age group. All these modules are girl-centered, meaning we build these programs around the interest and learning styles of girls. But today, uh, I would love to talk a little bit more about our Rover program, which is for five to seven-year-old age group. I believe that um, it is incredibly important for us to make that first exposure to STEM as meaningful and as holistic as possible for the girls. The idea is to get them to like it and help them become self-motivated to pursue STEM when they are older. So what I've tried to do with this program is to give it a context. I call it integrated STEM. It covers all aspects of STEM in the most age-appropriate way. So in our program, we start at the beginning. We talk about what is coding, what is robotics, why do we need it, how it impacts our life, And then, of course, we do coding with Scratch Junior. Um, we do hands-on STEM projects focused on math and science. And we use cool robotics tools like Ozobot or Lego Video. And we implement these in, in different ways through storytelling, group work, role play, and even art. So, Pranati, can you highlight a couple of these happy moments? Uh, sure. Um, so, for me, uh, personally, it's more about the process than the end product. That makes me very happy and proud. And, and there are so many, actually. The girls are amazed when we discuss topics like cybersecurity or biomimicry in class. And then they go home and they share them. They share the, proudly with their family members what they have learned in class. And, and that makes me very happy because they are basically taking ownership of their learning. Girls building persistence and problem-solving skills uh, while coding is amazing to watch. To see the girls take pride in their work, that gives them so much confidence to build things on their own is awesome. In fact, one of my um, youngest students, uh, she keeps building these little contraptions at home with recycled materials to solve problems and help people. And um, ultimately, girls going to school to their coding class with confidence and with the feeling that they belong there is, is really the best um, thing that, that absolutely makes me happy. So we talked about these educational tools that you also use in your classes a bit already. What are some of the other tools that you're using? Something like Scratch, Microbit and so on. So I, I keep upgrading my educational tools from time to time to keep things relevant. 
Um, let me give you a quick overview of what we are currently using. So for coding, uh, we do lots of scratch programming. Um, we do web page building with HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. We do game design with Python. Um, use fun um, apps like AR Maker, which allows you to tell stories in augmented reality, among many other apps to keep things interesting in class. And like you said, we also use Microbit, which I love. Um, it is a great tool to combine coding and electronics we use block cells for video game design um, and make blocks, Faro and um, Lego for robotics. So we talked a bit about the misconceptions um, before. And now specifically, I want to ask you about some differences in teaching STEM to a class of girls, because I believe there will be some differences, um, but ones that you really see in the classes, of course. That's a great question. Based on my experience, I do find a difference in teaching a class of girls versus mixed or boys-only class. Usually, girls like lessons that incorporate discussion, storytelling, drawing, designing, and even role plays. Um, I try to include these techniques when teaching my class. In terms of um, topics and tools, um, I do choose topics carefully and modify the style of teaching for an all-girls class. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I especially chose Ozobot for my younger girls because this is a robot that follows color codes and girls generally love coloring and drawing. I also tend to focus on um, women role models in STEM in my lessons to motivate and inspire the girls. Uh, for example, recently um, we did a coding project in Scratch about Ada Lovelace, who is one of the first female programmers. Or I will even start my robotics module by showing girls a video about a female robotics engineer who loves her job. Pranati, Singapore is known to have a very strict but also very good education system. So um, I clearly see that projects like yours are totally needed, um, especially for girls in STEM, of course. Can you describe the Singapore school system for our listeners from all over the world a bit and, and how it relates to STEM adoption? Yeah, so Singapore has a very strong and well-thought-out education system. Um, it is known for its fantastic math curriculum that uses model method to teach problem-solving in a very methodical way. In the recent years, Singapore has been moving towards an education system that is more flexible and diverse. These days, uh, there's a lot of focus on building coding skills. The Ministry of Education here is expanding a program called Code for Fun, which is being rolled out island-wide this year. Uh, and this program is targeted at upper primary students who will learn about things like computational thinking, coding, and artificial intelligence. Besides offering these classes directly for kids, I think at Lavender Spaceship, you are also offering services for schools and even for corporations. Um, can you describe these offerings a bit? So the Lavender Spaceship Project is a social enterprise. Um, in addition to regular, regular classes, we offer STEM workshops for corporations who want to promote girls in STEM as a part of their corporate social responsibility, CSR. We also do uh, nonprofit work uh, where we conduct workshops for girls coming from underprivileged backgrounds, free of cost by working um, very closely with local nonprofit organizations. Let's share um, some of the plans for the future, like new classes or special events that you're planning. And I also assume that the coronavirus is kind of changing the way you run your projects, of course. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, that 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 definitely uh, affects a lot of my uh, future plans. Um, but we have many events um, coming up. Um, very soon, we will be launching a new module in Scratch programming, which tries to integrate math concepts with coding to show how they complement each other, which I think think will be very cool for the girls to learn. And this will be online. Uh, this also allows me to leverage my own expertise as a math and STEM educator. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, like I said, um, right now, I'm also in the process of launching several online classes to help girls continue their learning while they are staying at home. Um, in addition to all of this, I'm working with local nonprofits to spread awareness about gender gap in STEM. And um one more thing, um, I'm also planning to host some events focused on girls in STEM with some amazing corporates. Unfortunately, the plans are on hold given the current COVID situation, but uh, I look forward to conducting them in the near future. But well, it sounds very exciting, Pranati. I wish you all the best for this future. Uh, hope that you can at least continue your online classes and that your, your life and your classes are back to normal very soon, of course. Thank you so much for this interview. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure speaking with you. In this episode, we covered the Lavender Spaceship Project from Singapore and explored gender equality and STEM together with their founder, Pranati. Please head over to kidslab.dev to check out the show notes, including all the links mentioned and many images from their workshops in Singapore. In the next episode, I'm talking to Ted Leong from Kodomo. He and his team is also based in Singapore and they successfully launched two Kickstarter-funded educational card games. <laughs>